Welcome to Frankly Speaking. With Mayor B. I'm Frank Pezzanite III. And I'm Meredith Broadbeck. And join us as we delve even deeper into our series, The Hills Have Size, where we revisit the seminal MTV not-so-real reality show, The Hills. Today we're going to be discussing Season 4, Episode 15, One Last Chance. Yeah. Um, but before that, because this is the first time we have recorded... This show should just be called One Last Chance at this point. <laughs> um, well, it's uh, LC's One Last Chance to Ever Be on People Magazine's cover. Ooh, Ooh girl. Shots fired. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, so uh, it has been five weeks since we've recorded, I believe. Yeah. Yeah, about that. Yep. Last time we recorded was July 2nd or 3rd. Yeah. 3rd. Um, and today is August 14th. Happy birthday, Spencer Pratt. It's Spencer's birthday. It's a big day. Um, because Mayor was traveling and then I was traveling and I've been at the beach, but actually we think from here on out, we'll be back to pretty much our weekly schedule. We'll be pretty close. Yeah. Yeah. But, but more or less we're back, um, from our summer hiatus. Yeah. Um, so we have all kinds of house cleaning. Well, you already alluded to one, so we forgot that since we last recorded, there have been not one, but two Hills babies. Yep. Lauren had a baby boy, mm-hmm. Liam, which I thought was sort of a cute name. And then I realized her husband's name is William, like William, Liam, I don't know, whatever. It's very Lauren. And then Whitney also had a baby boy, Sunny. Sure. Yeah. I think. <laughs> yeah. She I think named, that's right. Yeah, yeah. She named him Sunny. So there you go. Congrats. Yeah. Uh, babies all around. And Heidi's also having a boy. If they don't name that baby Spidey. Like, I really want them to name it Spidey. Oh, God. I wonder what they'll name that kid. If it's a boy, I could see them naming it Spidey. What? It's going to be something publicity. I mean, it's not going to be normal. Maybe, yeah. I don't know. I mean, there's no way the kid's name is going to be John or Beth. Like, it's going to be something weird. Probably. Or it's going to be named after, like, Spencer's favorite dojo master. Exactly, Or or Hummingbird Pratt. Oh. (laughs) Oh, except the Hummingbird's name. The Hummingbird has a normal name. Mm. I can't think of it off the top of my head now. Yeah. Um, I'm sure Heather probably knows and will tweet at me, but like I, like the hummingbird has a, it's like Jim or something. Yeah. Um, well, so the other interesting tidbit there that I noticed you put on Twitter is that Lauren's People Magazine cover of her and her baby is one of the worst selling issues of People Oh, not one of the, the worst selling one ever. I didn't buy it. I had no interest. We get it for free at work. So that's why I don't... I subscribe to Us Weekly, but, like, people, we get at work. But um, and to I compare and contrast, when Lauren's wedding issue of Us Weekly came out, I went to three stores before I could find it, yeah. and I was determined to get it. Ultimately, I was disappointed in the style choices. Not surprised, but disappointed. And I, I still... I had to have it. I wanted to know all the things with her baby. I mean, um, for me, babies do not interest me at all. Yeah. Like, anytime someone on one of my reality shows has a baby, I get, like, real ick about it and can't be, like, I hate that storyline. So, I, I've never rushed to a newsstand to purchase a baby-themed magazine. No, never. Um, we do have it at work, and I meant to bring it home so yeah. that we could look at it, and then I just spaced and forgot. Yeah, I mean, it's okay. I'm yeah. not hurting. But only um, 300,000 copies. Ooh. Yeah. Ouch. Uh, and Heidi is... They are living their best lives right now with her pregnancy. Dude, they are full-scale assaults like publicity machines just like at the height of their Hills fame. Yes. Fighting with Stephanie. Yep. Full on. Yep. Um, Every possible pop moment prop possible. Like, I mean, 
paparazzi shoots left and right. Oh, can we talk about her Beyonce-inspired pregnancy shoot? Of course we can. <laughs> because I want to get one framed for you. Um, we can also talk about their weird interview with that Alex Jones guy. Oh. Yeah. Did, I couldn't watch it. Like, I tried, I didn't, but I, didn't I couldn't make it. it through. But, like, they're really, like, right back up there. Like, amping it up. Yeah. And I actually, in reading one of the articles about Heidi's photo shoot, I didn't notice, I never knew that Heidi was only five foot three. Shut up. She's a little thing. I would have thought she was taller than that. Me too. And now when we were watching this episode today, I noticed that she looks quite short. Does that mean Spencer's not that tall? Yeah, probably. Oh my God, that makes me love me even more. I love a short man. Yeah. She's 5'3". She's teeny. She's teeny. That must mean they're all teeny then. So when you think back to the beach episodes where Heidi's kissing Spencer and Santa Barbara or whatever and they're barefoot, he's a good like five inches taller than her. Still, it only makes him 5'8". Right. He's not a super tall guy, but she's short. I need to see or her petite. next... I need to look, look up a picture of her next to Whitney. Because isn't Whitney like 5'10", 6 feet tall? Yeah. I want to see the... Although yeah. I'm sure Whitney will be in flats and she'll be in heels and that'll balance right. it out. Yeah. But, but she's a she's petite. Yeah. Didn't know. But that's it on the pregnancies there. That's what um, we got there. Now, I need a little boots from on the ground from you. Because yes. I, you told me, but like our listeners don't know. I mean, we, they know you went to Crested Butte, but I've heard what happened yeah. at Crested Butte. You need, and you need to fill them in on your so, Crested Butte trip. Crested Butte is one of the most beautiful towns I've ever been to. I'm not kidding. The pictures look gorgeous. My husband and I absolutely loved it. It is a small, breathtakingly beautiful Colorado town. We were there in the height of summer and people go there to fish and golf and run and mountain bike and hike. It's, it's breathtaking. It's everyone was so nice. They have a lot of people who are like retirees, you know, they split their time between like New York and Crested Butte. They're getting more and more of that. It is, it was gorgeous. We absolutely loved it. We only were there for two nights, I think, and we regretted not being there longer. We just didn't have the time. Went on an epic hike. My husband's a very ambitious hiker. 16 miles, 3,000 oh feet of elevation gain. I was very proud of myself. How long did that take? How many hours? Seven and a half. I would say, at least, yeah, I was going to say. Yeah. So no. eight up, eight down? No, no, no. Uh, so it was actually, we had to hike into the trailhead. So it was five in, three up, three down, five out. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I was proud of myself. But Crested Butte is amazing. We made friends everywhere we went. Everyone was so nice. And one man asked me what brought me to Crested Butte. And I almost actually said, oh, I'm a friend of Heidi Montag's. Like, it almost came out of my mouth. And was, um, and why didn't it? Because he would have been like, oh, let me take you to Darlene. I think I just said a friend... I know a friend from here or something like that. I think I edited myself. Because um, he doesn't... I really thought that it was a small enough town that I would see them out and about. Or I thought that I would see their house. No idea. I wanted to go back and watch the episode to see if I could pinpoint their house. Every house in Crested Butte looks like that. Yeah. That's what the vistas look like everywhere you go there. I couldn't have told you which house was theirs at all. Um, but... Those of you who follow the Instagram, you saw that I did find the Timberline Restaurant, RIP. RIP. It was right on their main street, which is actually not called Main Street. It is Elk Avenue because Colorado. Obviously. Um, but it was right on the main strip there, and it's just not there anymore. But it's a very cute town. They are one of those towns that has like an ordinance that all the buildings on the main street like have to look the same, and they're, they're supposed to look historical and all that stuff. It was awesome. We loved it. And Mayor brought me back a lovely Crested Butte shirt. Yep. And it really is the wildflower capital of Colorado. We missed the festival by just a couple days. That's a bummer. 
But, I mean, everything was in full bloom while we were there, so that was fine. Nice. Yeah. Loved it. And then when we went to Telluride, I saw Hilary Swank, random aside. That's amazing. Yeah. Sat next one chair away from my husband, which was very exciting. But it was one of those unspoken moments where my husband's eyes like popped out of his head and he looked at me for confirmation. I just gave him one silent nod, (laughs) 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 signaling him to confirm and to keep his cool. Um, She was surprisingly high maintenance. It was very funny. Oh, that doesn't surprise me at all. Yeah. She had a service dog with her who was clearly not a service dog. And she said she really liked beers on tap, but they didn't have draft lines at this place. So she, the bartender made a joke that he could go next door and then he convinced her to order a margarita. And she said, oh, if you could go next door for beer, could you go for chips and salsa? And he had to tell her no. It was really awkward. <laughs> is she that, at, like, is she that out of touch? I mean, she's been a star since she was young, so she probably just has to know yeah. how the world works anymore. Yeah, so then when I went to use the ladies' room, my husband text messaged me. She ordered the side of Brussels sprouts and no bacon. <laughs> she doesn't eat anything. Surprise. Yeah, that doesn't surprise me either. Yep, but Colorado was a blast. So awesome. there's that. Yeah, I think that's it. Um, and nothing, no, well, I guess other than the babies, that's kind of it on that end. Yeah, I think so. Maybe something might come to me as we're talking, but. Um, and before I do Twitter, I have two things. One, I did do a little bit of mini recon. I already told Mara, Mara about this. I was out on Saturday night with some of my high school friends I hadn't seen in forever. We kind of randomly ran into my other high school friend who works for SBE he was drunk enough. I was drunk enough. I asked him. He has not met Brent, but apparently, like, was like, oh, yeah, I'll probably meet him. And I did try to lay a little groundwork that hopefully we'll get to speak to Brent in some capacity someday. But we'll see. What What do you want to ask him the most? I want to ask him, like, how what was, was Heidi literally only in the office when you were filming? Like, did she ever actually do any real work? Like, yeah. was this just a, like, did MTV approach you as a business and say, we can promote your clubs if you let us film and pretend. Like, I want to know how that all went down. Yeah. Like, that's the shit I want to know from Brent. I would love to ask if it's still worth it for them. You know, is were these years where they were participating in advertising on the hills, is it still paying off for them? And I bet it is. Oh, I'm sure it is. Yeah. I would, and, well, you know, I could always throw in a couple of landing questions while I'm at it. Oh, yeah. Yeah, why not? Because she, she actually did actually work there. there. Yeah, good call. Be like, what's it like working with them? crazed dolphin woman <laughs> marble mouth um and then for twitter I'm, i hate that bitch um and then for twitter okay we have a she lot was of in twitter. aspen one day after me i was kind of upset landon was i would have loved to run into her which is the one i thought she was anti-aspen and pro veil or is no, the other way she around anti veil okay i'm pro aspen because aspen is basically like georgetown you can pop off your skis and go into intermix you know it's like that you can't do that in veil I don't know. I didn't go to Vail, but oh. you can't until you ride. So there's that. Um, so I'm going to do a little abbreviated uh, Twitter because it's been six weeks. So um, number one, I can't, well, I can't remember if I said this last time because it came through on July 2nd. But um, we have um, Andrew on Twitter who is at Gucci Mane um, who said that he wanted to vote for um, us to do Cal on Earth. It was one of his, uh, he suggested that as well. Yep. And by the way, Andrew, you can get it. He is super cute. And Ooh. if you ever come to DC, please, like, let's go out. <laughs> <laughs> um, then, uh, let's see, Heather sent us an amazing, did you see this, this shirt? You're a sucky person? Yes. Yes, which I need to buy and I still yeah. have it. 
Um, so gloom cookie, Heather Johnson, gloom cookie. That should be our gift when we finish the hills. For oh, each other. other. Yeah, for each other. Um, send us this amazing, <laughs> um, you're a sucky person, Lauren shirt. Um, um, and then Lee from Australia weighed in and said she doesn't mind if I'm not hot for Jay. Um, just keep me in your good graces. Glad I've still got Mare on her side. Um, and I said, I would never hold Jay against you. Your people brought us the Hemsworth brothers. And for that, you can do no wrong in my eyes. Uh, um, agreed. Oh, and also she sent us a fun fact regarding Jay that he dated Miranda Keir for years prior to him appearing on the city That's and her right. moving on to Orlando Bloom. Yes. She has a type. Jeez. Yeah, for sure. Um, oh, and by the way, Lee, if you're listening, I tweeted you two nights ago because you had told us a while back that you were going to be coming to DC in August. And it's August 14th, and I was wondering if you were still coming, because um, if so, we would love to get together with you. So, yeah. like, hit us up for sure, and let us know if you're still coming, because um, we'd love to make that happen. Um, uh, Heather tweeted us on the 6th to let us know about Elsie's baby, Liam James, 6 pounds, 14 ounces. Um, um, Oh, and then Andrew Gucci Mane and I did a little bit of back and forth about Heidi's amazing music. Um, he's listening to Body Language. I, like, was saying how I have her album Superficial downloaded to my phone and listen to it 24-7 pretty much when I'm working out. Um, and then Heather um, sent us an amazing link to Heidi, who has mixed herself into doing a duet with Britney Spears that you can find on YouTube. It's on our Facebook. It's amazing and hilarious. Um, let's see. Oh, and, um, Heather also sent us an awesome gift. These really cool, um... Oh, yeah! Um, these really cool LC, like, vinyl stickers of Lauren crying. Yes. Um, I actually showed them to Meredith when we had our book club meeting. I so meant to put it them. on my laptop and Instagram it. Oh, did you not? No. I, I put it on our Facebook. I mean, on our Twitter. On the 15th of July. But we'll have to do it later. Yes. Um, okay, let's see. <laughs> moment of silence. Yeah, as I'm trying to figure out where it... Let's I know, I think I tucked... Because you gave it to me the night of book club. I think I tucked it into the book club book. Oh, yeah. I think I used it as a bookmark or something. God damn it. And by the way, guys, I do not know how to work Twitter. So, like, um, let's see. Oh, and then one of our um, listeners, Kate, who's at Katero, which is K-A-K, the number 8, T-E-R-O... Um, asked if I was the one at, with the boots on the ground at the end of the DC Bitch Test recording, and I replied that I was. Oh, yeah. We didn't talk about that at all. Um, it was really fun. If you guys ever get the chance to see them live, like, do it for sure, because it was an absolute blast. And further proof that Frank has the best stories. <laughs> um, let's see. Oh, and um, Chris M, Mask C1, M-A-S-C-C-1, um, sent us an article about how, and this was bullshit, this is fake news, and I kind of went off about it. Not, Chris was amazing to send it, but I went off about e-news. Um, thought the Hills was scripted, question mark? Justin Bobby admits that he and Adriana Patridge had the real thing. And then you read the article, and it basically is just like, says they were friends. Like, it does not say that they were boyfriend and girlfriend. Um, and I replied, I call fake news on this headline, all he says is we really did care for each other, which I believe they did, but only as friends. Like, crap. Uh, and then, uh, on August 6th, Heather tweeted us about Spencer and Stephanie fighting again, which yep. we've already discussed a little bit. Um, <laughs> uh, and then we already talked about how Lauren's page like sucks donkey dick. Um, 
Oh, and then um, Heather, just three days ago when I retweeted it, sent us um, Heidi's pregnancy Beyonce-ish photo shoot where she is hysterical and does look like a nun. Yeah. Um, and I believe that's it. And again, we said today is Spencer's birthday because I retweeted Perez Hilton's birthday, uh, Perez Hilton's birthday message to him. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I think that's it. Awesome. I love how many people are reaching out. Yeah, me too. And keep it, keep it up, guys. Yeah, we love it. We do love and it. And I try to reply like ASAP. Um, there were a couple times that when some came through while I was on vacation and so I couldn't reply like right away, but I try to reply as, as quickly as I can. Yeah. Um, when they come through. I'm terrible at Twitter. Obviously everyone knows that. It's not me. <laughs> well, I'm terrible at Instagram. Like, I don't there even know go. what's on our Instagram. I never open any Instagram. Like, I just... That's why I tag you, because I figure you're at least getting an alert. Yeah, then I see it. Yeah. Unless someone tags me, I'm never on Instagram. There you go. Oh, and I would like to put out a little... Um, this has nothing to do with our podcast, but um, uh, our friend Lisa has started a podcast about weight and food and weight issues called On the Plus Side. It's great. That I love. Me like, too. Lo- it's so funny. It's laugh out loud funny. Um, I will give you a little disclaimer... Um, they have had audio issues. There's been four episodes, and they're working out the kinks. So um, stick with it, like I did. I think once they get the kinks worked out, but it's really, really funny. I think anyone yeah. who's ever been on a diet or felt fat or anything to do with food would really relate to it and get a kick out of it. So yep, on the plus side. Yep. And Lisa's the best. Lisa is the best. She's hilarious. Friend and of- any of you who are in the EBP, Mostly Broken Psychos Facebook page, you know Lisa, you yeah. know about this podcast, but if you haven't checked it out, please do. It's really funny. Yep. All right. Let's dive in. Let's okay. do it. Um, so at the top of the episode, we get um, a little clip about Adrena moving out and Justin Lots Bobby. Lots of old shit, actually. Real old shit. <laughs> Justin Bobby passively moving in. We get an SBE flashback with Heidi getting fired. We get a New York flashback with Whitney in New York. shit. And we get an Elsie and Holly flashback. Also, we get Lauren patting herself on the back. Holly had no one to turn to but me. Yeah. Oh, you're a friend for the ages, Lauren. I forgot. When we get to that part of the episode, I have a lot of that. I bet. Well, actually, I mean, it's at the top of the episode, so I can talk about it then, but... Um, so, we open. People's Revolution. Yes. Lauren and Whitney are hanging clothes, taking clothes off a rack, doing whatever it is. There's, I don't know. They're working. <laughs> and so Lauren asks Whitney if she's still in touch with Jay from New York. Whitney says they are. They've been talking. And then Lauren says, I'm so jealous of you and your fairy tale. What fairy tale? I don't. The one they met at a bar and now they're texting. MTV. I don't. Yeah. Whatever. It's stupid. And they're, the lighting at that table, it, either the lighting must be good or it must be out of the way of everywhere else because now we only see them filming exclusively at that table when they're at People's Revolution. I think it's like a back room that they put a rack and a computer in to make it look like it's still part of the office. I think so too because you never see other people around. You no. don't hear office noise. Like no. I think if I didn't know better, I'd say they were on a soundstage, but I know they're not. Or they're filming before the office is even open. Yeah. I know. I thought the same thing. So then Lauren tells Whitney that Holly is staying with her, which is, you know, she's such a good friend after all. And Whitney makes the point of asking, does Heidi know? And Lauren doesn't really care. Well, before this, she says that Holly's going to be crashing at my house. She came over last night and she has nowhere to stay. Holly kicked her out weeks ago. I mean, Heidi, Heidi kicked her out weeks ago. We looked it up five episodes ago. Five episodes ago. Yeah. So where's she been crashing between then and now? 
if she I, came over last night and has nowhere else to stay. I don't know. I also wanted to look up if that episode was the same one where Audrina's wearing that ugly top that we see her wearing later. Um, and uh, Whitney really was the only one who was speaking the truth about this, who said, like, you know, oh, is it going to be weird if she's staying with you? And Lauren kind of says, like, oh, like, I don't know, could it be any weirder? And Whitney says, well, not for you, but it yeah. could be for Holly because it's her sister, and this could have lasting repercussions. Yeah. And then Whitney is thinking about it for a minute and says, well, I guess Heidi is the one who kicked her out, and she doesn't owe her sister anything. Yeah. It's a fair point. I mean, Heidi did willingly, you know, boot her out, so. I mean, sh- Sure. A hundred percent. But if this was actual real life, I mean, to move in with your sibling's enemy, arch nemesis, yeah, slash person she desperately wants to be friends with again. I mean, that shots fired. Like that is, you know, definitely like, ah, you fucked me. I'm gonna fuck you. Yeah. Oh, I agree. Yeah. But Lauren is not feeling sorry for anyone this episode. Well, um, I wrote that Lauren is really phoning him in because... She really she, Oh my God, she was so bored out of her mind. And she just kind of stands at the rack at the end of this little segment, stares off into space a little bit and goes, huh. Yeah. I mean, she doesn't give a shit. No. She's just like, whatever. Like, She's standing there dreaming of Kyle Howard. Yeah, She's not she doing does not a, care. She's not doing a damn thing anymore. So that's all I have to say about People's Revolution. Yeah, yeah. me too. Okay, so then we go to Venice Beach in L.A., and Audrina has apparently never been there before. No, it's a a whole new world. She cannot stop talking about how Venice Beach is so different from Hollywood. Mm Mm-hmm. No shit. It's a boardwalk on the beach. Yeah. And Justin is talking like he's the mayor of Venice Beach. Welcome to my side. You should come over to my side more often. Did we know he lived in Venice Beach? Because I don't remember that. She's gone over there with him once before, I thought. I'm sure, but I just didn't remember, like, him living there. He also, in case any of you were wondering, is wearing sweatpant culottes that pushed me (laughs) right over the edge. And a really hideous shirt. I could handle the shirt. It was the pants But the shirt was huge. Yeah. And it had some weird, like, slashes on the shoulder or something. It was was a lot. I think that um, Kanye West stole it. Yeah. It looked like something from that Easy collection where there's holes in it. Oh, the collection I called Derelict? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it does. So then Justin says they should go to Mexico. And Audrina says, oh, to make up for Cabo? That's not exactly what he says, but he kind of agrees to pretend that's what they're talking about. And he says he's going to teach her how to surf and whatever. So then they sit near oh no 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 you are missing one of the most egregious parts of this conversation (laughs) when he says it will be zenful oh i was that was my next note they're talking they're sitting about the beat on the beach and she talks about how pretty it is and he says yeah it's really zenful oh i thought he said it before they sat down no he was talking about the beach not the surfing i wanted to punch him in his face yeah so audrina says it's so pretty here if i lived here i'd be on the beach every day and he said yeah it's so zenful like over where you live it's just stressful Give me a break. She lives in the hills. What is stressful about that? I don't know. How's that? Well, people are breaking into her house. Yeah, but have you walked to Venice Beach? I wouldn't call that zen. No. Come on. I was just there. I would call it like meth heads and rejected yeah. carny folk. Yes. Yes. That it is. The beach there is very pretty. I will give him that. But it also stinks of urine and people are hassling you for money every 50 feet. Yeah. No. And juggling. Yeah. No. 
Um, so that's all I have to say about that. Um, what I have to say about it is how long did it take for them to set up that wide shot? Oh my God. By the time they're done, it's dark. Yeah. So like everything is a close in (laughs) shot. And then at the very end, they are filming from what? Like 40 feet away. Yeah. This, I mean, it was a pretty shot, like with them silhouetted against like the sun, uh, the, the uh, sun, the sunset. Um, but it's, they must have been like, okay, you guys stay here. We're going to move the cameras way over here. We'll get everything set up. Like, get up slowly. I, I was like, I can't believe they bothered. Yeah, I don't know. Who knows? So then we go to Chez Ambiance. Mm-hmm. And Heidi looks like a Barbie in both the annoying pink outfit way, except she looks stunningly beautiful in this scene. Her hair and makeup game in this scene while she is reorganizing her closet is insane. I didn't notice because I was too distracted by the Afghan shrug that she was wearing. It's hideous. The pink shawl. It's hideous. I o- mean, it... What? Over a bubblegum pink tank top with a silver metallic belt. I mean, it really didn't look like it was meant to be clothes because it was so thick. It looked like it was made out of a, like a blanket. Yeah, it's bad. Her hair and makeup. In the shot where she looks over her shoulder at Spencer, I almost took a picture of it. Um, I was just really excited about her passive-aggressive closet organizing. Yeah. I do that. I passive-aggressively clean things. (laughs) So, what we're getting at in this whole exchange is that Spencer is a dick. Yep. And he says, let's go to the movies. Like, if you're not going to have a job, I thought you'd be fun at least, basically is what he's saying. And she's saying she's keeping herself occupied because she's upset that she doesn't have a job. And she said, and I probably would have a job if it weren't for you. And he says, I'm not the one who forced you to, to take, you know, take shots and you should take responsibility. And she said, I take responsibility for the fact that I invited you <laughs> and throw some shade. I like when Heidi throws shade. I do too. But let's be honest. Like if this was factual and had really happened, um, I don't think they'd be able to recover from it. Would you? Like if someone, if my boyfriend that I lived with got me fired from my dream job after fucking up, fucking me over at work two times, not one time, but two times, even if I said at the moment, like, oh, we're okay, I, I literally don't think I'd ever get over it. I think five years from then, we, if we were still together, I'd be like, you fucking got me fired. Like, I just, I don't think I would ever be able to drop it. I think I'd be resentful for the rest of my life. Yeah, well, it's also Heidi, though, and um, she and Spencer were bonded for life from the jump. True, but I mean, she has no problem holding grudges against her, her family and her I, know. Mo- I mean, I don't know. But that's what I'm saying. I mean, we know it didn't happen. But I think if it actually had happened and they weren't being filmed... They would have broken up at least. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I think she would have been like, fuck you. You got me fired for my dream job. Yeah. So then she starts bringing Holly into the equation as well and says, well, and I also had my sister move out for you. It... I get it. But they're reaching to try and make this Holly thread in the episode and that's their way of going about it, apparently. There was a lot of... um, producer influence stringing together of scenes in this episode. Yeah. We're going to have to ride that train for a while. Yeah, true. From here on out, this is how the train is moving. So then we go to Winston's in Hollywood. Is that where they said it was? I think so. Yeah. I don't think they go out anywhere else. I think it's on the Sunset Strip. Yeah. So Lauren and Audrina are having drinks together, and Audrina is wearing that horrible Greek tablecloth top that she wore on the lunch date with the guy from Central Casting that Diana was here for. Yes. It is so ugly. It is white and baby blue with cold shoulders and straps and strings and it's awful. 
She cut up her Nana's favorite tablecloth and made a shirt. <laughs> and they're having a drink together, talking about how much fun they have when they're together. Also, while talking about that they don't hang out enough. When we get together, we're trouble. Oh, yeah? Really? Because you're also talking about how you haven't seen each other in months. And you're not really friends. And Lauren admits she hasn't even seen Andrina's house yet. Yep. They're not friends. Um, what I think was interesting, though, was that she says, she talks about how Holly's staying with her. Yeah. And then, um, Audrina says, well, is anyone living in the guest house? And Lauren says, oh, no, I haven't found anyone to take it yet. And I'm like, why doesn't Holly just move in there? I don't know. It didn't make any sense. Nope. Because they all don't live there. Yeah, I know. (laughs) And then Lauren says, Holly's a real person. Okay. No, she said Holly's the real version of Heidi. Okay. Sure. And then we talk a little bit about Justin and how sweet he's been lately. And Lauren says he'll always be your number one. True that. True that. Yeah. I guess that that part's true. What I want to know, and if anyone out there in TV land, like perhaps our friend Diana or anyone else who's listening who works in television, how do they decide when to subtitle? Because sometimes there were some other things hear that I could hear just fine, and sometimes oh. they weren't when I couldn't hear at all. Like, Thank it, you for it, raising that. I could not hear a word they were saying. It was weird. Yeah, they were in a crowded bar, and they didn't put subtitles on it. I don't get it. For certain parts, they did. And yeah. so it was like, oh, but the parts I could hear. And the parts I couldn't hear, there were no subtitles. It was very weird. And I was just like, oh, Justin, blah, blah, blah. Like, I, yeah. <laughs> I do that even when there are subtitles, to be fair. Um, but that's all that happens at Winston's. Yeah, not much. It was definitely just like a build-up to this whole Holly is living with Lauren drama. Which, I don't remember the drama getting that much more out of hand, but maybe it does. Uh, yeah, I don't either, to be honest. No. Um, and then we were at Audrina's new house. Yeah, looks with, good. It looks amazing with her sister. Casey. Um, and I would like to know why Casey isn't dumb. Like, Audrina's a dumb-dumb. But hmm. Casey is not a dum-dum. Casey is a mother of two, I believe. And she was a young mother. So maybe that kind like of... Like it caused her to grow up quickly? Yeah. And she is older than Audrina, I think. She was a young mom, but she is also a few years okay. older. I mean, because Audrina is she so, got like... Married, she got married young, too. Staring, staring at the ceiling. Like, oh, yeah. She doesn't, know, like, what, she doesn't know what's happening I mean, anywhere. she's like a human helium balloon. Yeah. And Casey actually... It's together. It makes sense. And, and she says, had some wonderful insights. She did. Because she says, like, oh, like, you say Justin's being great now, but is he still disappearing for a week? And when he does disappear for, more, for a week, does he then tell you where he's been when he comes back? Right. Or does he just brush it off? Right. So then Audrina says, well, he's been making more of an effort. And Casey says, how sad is it, though, that you expect to just be convenient? When it works for him, you're just fine with it. Correct. Nail on the head. Um, now, have we named Audrina's house yet? No. We haven't. I think we should just call it the bling ring. We could. I was trying to think of something clever about, you know, her, like, low-slung jeans and the fact that there are so many stairs, and she said it would be a butt workout, but it just hasn't come to <laughs> <laughs> Um, And Audrina says at the end of the scene with her sister, what can I say? I love him. Have we heard her use that old word for Justin? Oh, I'm for assuming, sure. Okay. Yeah. I'm assuming we have, but for some reason it felt really Numerous dramatic. times she's usually <laughs> drunk and crying when she says it, but okay. yeah, she has said it before. Okay. I thought, for some reason, I was like really shocked for a second, and then I just realized I haven't watched The Hills in six weeks. No, no, no. She said it before. <laughs> yeah. So then we go to SBE, and 
This made us both almost fall off the couch. Literally. Um, Heidi shows up to the SBE office and she goes up to a receptionist and says, hi, my name is Heidi. I'm here for Sam. What? I lost my mind. I'm she, like, she's been an alleged valued employee of this company for a couple years and Sam's secretary doesn't know who she is. Shouldn't the secretary say, hi, Heidi. What? You would think so. It wouldn't have been weird to me if she just said, hi, I'm here for Sam. That's not weird to me. It's the fact that she introduced herself by name that was really, really odd. Well, and also it was very apparent that the secretary had, or I should probably say like executive assistant secretary, probably old and tacky, um, has no idea who she is. Right. Like none. Yeah. Did you also notice that Heidi, and I meant to mention it in her beautiful Barbie hair scene, um, she's wearing a huge cross now. It's a very sizable cross necklace, and she had it on when she went to see Sam as well. But but see, I don't know if that's the beginnings of her like being really religious. Oh, it's coming. Or if it's just of the time. Could be. I mean, like all of it, Christian Auditor, like all of that stuff, like had giant crosses on it. Like so, it's hard to tell. She and Spencer start their Bible stuff soon. It's. I think it's. We we will talk about that before we're done. I'm pretty sure. Um, and Sam is, on another slightly religious note, Sam is dressed like a funeral director. Um, you can shut your face because Sam can get it right now. I think he is so hot. I want to jump across that desk and take him right there in his office. I didn't say he was ugly. I said he was dressed like a funeral director. I liked it. It was powerful. He looks like a powerful mob boss and I liked it. He looked like an extra from Goodfellas. That's a thousand what... percent. Yes. Oh, you... I loved every minute of it. Oh my God. I'm Italian. I know. Your type is really all over the place though. I know. I'm an equal opportunity. I, I appreciate that about you, but I can never pin it down. <laughs> <laughs> and I always offend you. <laughs> um, but anyway, he's, his office is also dark. He's wearing a, an incredibly dark suit, which in Los Angeles just looks kind of odd. He looks like he's going out to a steakhouse in New York. A thousand percent. Yeah. I loved it. Um, <laughs> okay. did we, but you didn't talk about the door. Which no, is the I was going to let part. you do oh, it. Oh, so one of the sexiest things about this office, and despite what Mira says, there are many, um, <laughs> there, he has like... <laughs> he has I'm letting like, it go. Shut he up. He has like a Star Trek door. So like when, when the executive assistant calls in and says like Heidi's here to see you he presses a button on his desk and this like hydraulic door just like slide metallic hydraulic just slides open and Heidi comes like wafting in yeah this the executive assistant has deemed her worthy of entering the lair yes the lair it is very Dr. Evil very Dr. Evil yeah. yeah um so Sam is actually he's giving her a hard time but I appreciate the stance he's taking with her he said I'm just gonna start off by saying I don't get it you know, he puts her on blast in, in a way that she deserves. I don't understand what you're doing. You're, you're messing up this opportunity that you say you love. Um, and Heidi takes responsibility. She says, I don't know what to say other than there are no excuses. But isn't that exactly what she said the last time this happened when the Vegas thing blew up in her face? Yeah, but I'll give her the statement anyway. I mean, I because I have a problem. <laughs> like, I, I get this at work a lot with my assistants and stuff. Like, I think it's great when people take own their... It's kind of like, um... I feel like Ramona does this a lot on Uh, The Housewives of New York. Like, she owns her shit and then does the same thing again and doesn't learn from... I mean, like, it doesn't doesn't count. Like, just because you admit what you've done and sincerely apologize doesn't mean you can just fucking do it again. But it also makes perfect sense to me that someone like Ramona and someone like Heidi thinks that naming it is enough. 
Oh, for sure. Yeah. <laughs> like, admitting your sins just means yeah. you're, you're good, you know? One thing that Sam said that I really liked is that she immediately kind of brought up Spencer and kind of, I don't want to say blamed it on him, but was like, oh, it's Spencer. Like, I'm great, but Spencer's the problem. And he says, the Spencer thing I don't get, that's your problem. Yeah. He's like, you know, whatever. And he offers her another job. A trial apparently basis. the third time is the charm. Trial basis. Uh-huh. New at a hotel. hotel. He's like, I want you out of the clubs and bars. Yeah, we'll have to see which hotel this turns out to be. And Because yeah, I can't remember. Me either. Um, I'm sh- the sad thing is I'm sure I knew at the time and wanted to stay there. But, like, um... No one knew you probably did. He tells... And he also tells her that Spencer is not allowed on any of his properties. Yeah, and he ends the conversation by saying, I'm never going to take this meeting again. Now, what I need, actually, what I should do, this should be my homework, because you always do all the homework, and it's my turn to do some fucking homework, but, like, I should figure out, I know this aired the beginning of November, so maybe we could start, I could start from then, as opposed to when it was filmed. November 17th, I saw the... Yeah, um, and see if there's any paparazzi photos of Spencer after that date, like, not filming, but at SBE Properties. Yeah. Because I'm sure there are. Yeah. They are an easy paparazzi... But I mean, I mean, which just goes to show this is bullshit because like if that was a real thing, like Spencer wouldn't be allowed at any of them. But if, because this is cross promotion and it also goes to show that like the whole firing thing, like obviously she's, because remember I said when it happened, like, oh, like why would they do that? Like they're getting free publicity. Why would they fire her? And well, obviously they didn't because the firing didn't last that long. And then to end the scene, Sam dismisses her so fast. Yeah, he really does. It's pretty entertaining. It really does. She starts to apologize all over again. He goes, nope, good, great. Yep. Yep. Get out. Yep. (laughs) I have to put a hit on some people. Yeah. And then we get a 30-second scene at Fidham. Uh-huh. Just long enough to take in Lauren's hideous hat. I can't. It's a navy blue fedora, and it looks terrible on her. It, it does. does. Yeah. When she's at the beach wearing, you know, occasionally she'll wear a tan fedora with a black strap, something in a paler tone, it looks okay. The dark hat on her, she looks ridiculous. Well, it was twofold because not only did the color not work for her, but it was teeny tiny. Like yeah. it was a fedora with a teeny tiny brim and a teeny, like I think it just, it all around was really bad. It was really bad. And this scene was pointless and stupid yeah. and it was purely so Lauren could drop the bomb that Holly is staying with her to Stephanie. So Stephanie can immediately run to Spencer and Heidi and tell them about it. And Lauren says, I don't care what Heidi thinks. She also was wearing Louboutins, which I thought was pretty interesting. Yeah. Not interesting, but, like, funny that this, like... For a day at Fidham. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to school. I should put on my lubes. Yeah. Yeah. Whatever. So, then we go to the castle, and Lauren, Lowe, and Holly are standing in the kitchen drinking wine and talking about how awful Spencer is. The only conversation the three of them know how to have together. And Spencer's a hypocrite. He lived with his sister forever, which is true and fair. Yeah. Uh, And this is where we checked the timeline because they're acting like Holly was kicked out yesterday. But for us, it was five episodes ago. So this is where we confirm that. Um, And Holly says, Heidi's the one who encouraged me to move here, which I'm curious about. It sounds like it could be true because we know that Holly used to spend summers with them in the old apartment and all that kind of stuff. Oh, I think it's a thousand percent true because I think the producers said, Heidi, you have to have more of a storyline. So you need to get someone in here you can talk to. What about your sister, Holly? Yeah, I think that is true. And then she begged her to come out. Please come out and be on this show so I can get more of time. Like, <laughs> I think it's a hundred percent true. Yeah. And then this is the plot they thrust on her. Yeah. That kind of sucks. It does kind of suck. They should have given her a boyfriend. And I'm going to say something really mean right now, but I can't say help it. myself. <laughs> Holly 
was meant to be like a housewife or someone stealing real estate like in Des Moines, Iowa. Yeah. I mean, she was not meant for Hollywood. She just wasn't. She's small town pretty. I don't know. I, don't. I, I think she's small town average. But yeah, that was my way of saying. <laughs> yeah. I mean, she's not an ugly person. No, she's and, not at all. I mean, I'm no fucking model. No, uh, but either. like she, that's why I feel like it's okay for well, me to say this, but. It's also not fair putting her next to all these other people. But it's, it literally, it's like, which one of these things is not like the other? Like, yeah. it's, she's, yeah. everyone else on the show is but stunning. But Lauren and Lo and Audrina were chosen out of the masses, basically, to be on television. Holly was not. And Holly wasn't meant for greatness. I'm sorry. Like, she just, I mean, she doesn't have the personality for TV. She just doesn't, like... Yeah. I have that moment with Stephanie sometimes. You know, like, the time where she was at Fit'em with the Swiss Miss braids and the, like, the Chola makeup. Stephanie, however, now is gorgeous and has really, like, grown into herself. She got a stylist and new hair and all that kind of stuff. Well, and she's a hot mess. Like, yeah. a hot mess makes for good TV. Right. Like, Holly's not a hot mess. I was just like, talking style-wise. But yeah, but, like, I mean, just in general, she's bland, she's a little boring, she's average at best looks. Like, I don't, you know, it's like, she doesn't need to be on TV. It's sort of surprising that they didn't help her out style-wise. You can tell she's doing it herself, and it's sad. Yeah. Yeah. Throw her a couple bucks. Yeah, she, she's basically just putting on big earrings with an average shirt, which was of the time, but it's just not working. <laughs> and she's got kind of a mom vibe. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like a nurturing... I mean, she's. I feel like she should be someone's mom in the middle of the country somewhere. Yeah. Well, then they do go down the road of making her a hot mess later. Remember? In yeah, the, that's in, true. In the Cavallari days. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Um, well, anyway, this scene ends in the kitchen with Lauren saying, Spencer drives away everyone who cares about Heidi. Lauren does not care about Spencer or Heidi at all at this point. Nope. This conversation is so tired. She hasn't thought about them in years. She doesn't care. She doesn't care about anybody but herself and never has. At this point, Lauren has a famous boyfriend and is rolling all the way to the bank. Yep. Like, she does not have two shits. I know. It's dumb. So then we go to Shea Ambiant because Stephanie needs to deliver the news that Holly's living with Lauren. Yep. (laughs) And Heidi's excited that she got her job back. And Spencer says, well, I'm excited because you won't be moping around here anymore. Why is he so mean all the time? Because he really, like, went full in on him being a villain. I like, know. I'm going to be... Did you see... Well, I don't know if you noticed this in the EBP page. And I am remiss because I'm very far behind on Celebrity Big Brother this season. I've only seen the first two episodes. Because, guys, it's a fucking commitment. It's on every goddamn night. Like, it's, oh, a, yeah. and it's two hours every night. Like, no, it's you a, know I haven't seen it. It's a lot of work. But Chad Johnson from The Bachelor and Bachelor in Paradise is on it. And he is a sociopath. Like, okay. he was... I, I don't watch The Bachelor or Bachelor in Paradise, but I, I follow him on Snap, and I do know that, like, he was a nightmare on Bachelor. On Bachelor in Paradise, apparently he got kicked out for trying to start a fight with the host. Okay. Like, he's a, he's a nightmare. Okay. Um, and, like, full-on, like, revels in his villainy. And Spencer's a huge fan of his. Huge fan. Of course. And apparently on Celebrity Big Brother, I think it's because they're filming 24 hours a day... Um, he actually, like, there have been a lot of moments of non-villain, when he hasn't been a villain. And he's being kind to people, and there's a lot of speculation, like, oh, was he Spencer Pratting it, and just, like, playing a villain to, like, get famous and get on TV. Probably. Yeah. I mean, I I think Spencer just fucking committed. Yeah. No, he did, clearly. 
So then we have the conversation about, have you talked to Holly lately? No, I haven't. I haven't heard from her since she moved out. Well, she's staying at Lauren's. What do you mean she's staying at Lauren's? Well, what was she supposed to do? She's homeless, etc., etc. And then Spencer just decides to go off on everyone. He brings Heidi's mom into it. Well, and but before that, did you see the unadulterated look of joy on the Sheeprat's face when she was like, delivering this news. Oh, she loves it. I mean, shit-eating grin. Was just she like, oh, loves mm, to be... What was she supposed to do? She's like, oh. She loves to be the newscaster. Loves it. And Spencer, again, I mean, like, she comes in. Spencer, like, is like, oh, look who shows up mooching for free food, just happens to show up at dinner time. First of all, do you know what time dinner time is? Because I don't. Sometimes I eat dinner at 6, sometimes I eat dinner at 10. Like, there is no dinner time. I mean, unless you're a family and you're sitting down at a table. Also, she says, I didn't even know it was dinner time, and then he willingly brings her a plate of food. Immediately. And then she... She didn't even ask for it. But then she pokes the bear by going, what is this? This doesn't look like fried rice. And he's like, it's Thai fried rice. And she's like, it just looks like rice. And like, I was like, he's going to throw that plate at your face. Yeah, I know. Like, why are you poking the bear? Just yeah. be like, thanks for the rice. Yeah. But then they all get into it about Holly and... Because Heidi is upset. And understandably so. And I'm sure there's a part of her that is more upset at Spencer than herself, even though she willingly kicked Holly out too. And she tells Spencer he's being insensitive. And she also finds out that her mom apparently knew that Holly was staying with Lauren and no one in her family told her. That's upsetting. Yeah. And Spencer's just being a complete dickhead. Well, he calls her mom the Stucker mom, which I'm assuming is going back to what we have read behind the scenes that Lauren was in contact with the mom talking shit about Spencer, like when they still lived together. He's, he loves that phrase. Yeah. He thinks it's really clever. So then the scene ends, and I forget what Spencer says to Heidi, but Heidi ends it by saying, maybe you're the problem. Well, the whole theme of this episode, of this little vignette, was the word problem, because it is said 400,000 times. Yeah, I know. So then, final scene, we are at Medusa. Medusa. With and can I tell you that I'm so, like, out of it and had such a lazy day for a minute, I thought it said Medium USA. <laughs> I do that all the time. I'm like, Med USA? I'm like, what, Medium USA? That's weird. Someone like, at oh, a doctor's appointment? Yeah. Um, and we are there with the Leather Twins, Justin and Audrina. And I will say, I giggled on the inside because it reminded me of the SNL skit with Will Ferrell and Horatio Sands working in the leather shop. <laughs> Oh, I'd forgotten about that. Oh, it was Jimmy Fallon. I think it was Jimmy Fallon. And they just, like, squeaked around the yeah. leather shop together. I don't know why I thought of that, but that's what they look like. They look a little ridiculous. Well, yeah, because he's wearing a black hoodie with the hood up with a leather jacket over top oh, of it and, and a, a hat, hat on top of the hood. It is the bad hat episode. Yeah. Oh, my God. Oh, to be fair, though, I forgot to tell you this. So, as weird as they always are, draped in leather, on Saturday night when I was at the Black Hat, um, hunting down this friend of mine who works at SVE, um, there was a, it was a concert and there was a couple, and it was, it, we're in DC. It was hot and humid and disgusting. There was a couple at this concert, both wearing leather jackets and she was wearing a knit hat. Ew. Like an Audrina style, loose knit hat. A beanie, yeah. And it was funny because she was really into the show and the show was dumb. And my friend was like, oh my God, look at the girl in the hat. Like she's really into it. I'm like, look at her in a hat and a leather jacket. I'm like, oh, and her boyfriend. I'm like, what the fuck? It's so hot. It's a hundred degrees. Yeah, No. I don't get it. So then they're having dinner and Justin 
suddenly pulls up a shopping bag from a boutique, a nice shopping bag, not like a plastic CVS bag, and gives Audrina a shirt that she liked at a store, apparently, and he went back to get it for her. Well, it was also tied with black ribbon, which is so punk rock. Ooh, yeah. Um, And she's really excited, and I was hoping she would flip it around so we could see it, but we couldn't. No. And then he says, yeah, no bras with that, please. Yep. Oh, Justin. Naughty. And she was like, thanks, that's really sweet. And he says, you should at least know you're loved. <laughs> okay. Thanks for the t-shirt, boss. That's real sweet. And that's it. That's it. We did not get scenes for the next because I was watching a stolen episode off the internet. Yeah. Um, so, but we are about to record another one, so. <laughs> we'll see what happens. Well, yeah, we'll talk. Well, you guys will hear it next week, but we'll talk to you in a minute. <laughs> Have a great week, guys. <sighs> and that's our episode. And you can find the podcast on social media, Instagram and Twitter at Frankly Mayor B. And if you have any comments or questions, you can email us at FranklyMareB at gmail.com. You can find me personally on Instagram and Twitter at Nana's Mink. And you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Hey It's Mayor B. Thank you all for listening. We appreciate it. We'd love it if you could go to iTunes and give us a star rating and review and please subscribe. Until next time. <laughs>